So my whole mindset with my business for this first year in particular is to minimize liabilities as much as possible and just focus on bringing in more assets into my business. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Empower with M. I am your host, Emily Jane Saroff, but you can call me M. I hope you're ready to expand your mindset, raise your vibrations, break through limiting beliefs, and to seriously start owning your power. But before we dive into today's episode, if you haven't already, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never miss out on any of my episodes. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I sure am ready. So let's get empowered. So everybody, tomorrow is an extremely exciting day for myself and my business because tomorrow is the 22nd of June, which will officially mark the celebration of six months since I became self-employed. Now, that is so darn exciting because it was the 22nd of December 2020. That was my last day working at my nine-to-five job. That was the day that I walked out And all of a sudden, it's six months later, and I'm just kind of in shock. Like, where did the last six months go? But at the same time, I'm also just so overjoyed because when I left my degree, I said to myself, you know what? Yes, I've got six months left on my degree, but six months is a heck of a long time. And so much can happen within that period of time as well. So that is why I decided to go all in. And now it's like, okay, well, six full months of self-employment and damn, so much progress has been made. So that's what I wanted to talk about today. In celebration of this six months milestone, the very, very, very beginning of my self-employment journey, what I thought I would use this episode to talk about is how I managed to gain time and financial freedom for myself in just six months time. Because this is a goal that I know so many people want to work towards in their life. And the crazy thing that I've come to realize as I'm like sitting here reflecting on the past six months is that in just a matter of six months, I've been able to create time and financial freedom for myself through my business. Okay, so what I want to share with you today in this episode is the two secrets to becoming time and financially free as a business owner online. Okay, now these are the two secrets that I have found have really played a huge role in my own journey, which is why I want to share them with you. And the thing is, this time last year, if you have said to me that I would be where I am right now, I would have laughed. I had, you know, obviously big vision. I was confident. I was like, yeah, this is what I want to achieve. This, that, this, that. But like to be here now, And to be in a position of such abundance, I would have laughed at you and been like, no, that's just a dream. That's just a vision. Like, I'll probably fall short of it. Because the thing is, when I was back in uni, I was struggling with money so, so much. In fact, I sort of hit like the lowest financial points in my life whilst I was in uni. And, you know, it would be to the point where I would be at the train station in Brisbane because I studied an hour away from where I live. So I would have to catch the train up and I'd go to tap my go card and then my go card would decline and be in negative numbers. And then I'd go to top up my go card 
but I had zero dollars, like literally negative dollars in my bank account. And then I'd be freaking out because I'd have to be jumping on the train, you know, without paying for the ride. And of course, it was that day that the train security actually ended up pulling me up as well. Like I never get carted on the train, but that one day it did. So there was so much sort of stress and emotions surrounding finances for me when I was at uni. And oftentimes my friends would have to constantly support me or my family. And I think in particular, you know, two girls. So massive shout out to two of my really good friends, Liba and Jess. These two girls would always, always support me if I needed, you know, we'd go out for lunches and they'd shout my food or, you know, they'd just bend over backwards and do little extra things for me because I just wasn't able to do it for myself because of, you know, where I was at that time. And I was so blessed to have friends like that. The thing is, guys, I always used to say to myself, one day I will have time and financial freedom. Okay. And when I would say that, I just didn't realize how soon I would actually experience it. And so that's why I want to talk about this today, because if you can dedicate six months intensely to your goals, the transformation that that can make for you financially and in regards to your day-to-day life and the time that you have to work with and do what you want to do in is going to be absolutely insane. So what does financial freedom look like to you? That's my first question for you is what does financial freedom look like to you? Because to me, it means being able to pay all my bills as they come through, being able to pay my bills and still have money left over to do what I want, to be able to afford to treat myself, to be able to buy myself nice things if I want to, to be able to buy nice things for my friends and family if I want to. And it means, you know, being able to go out with girlfriends and not having to worry about having them pay me back for drinks or Uber drives or anything like that, right? Like financial freedom to me is about having abundance, having to cover your expenses to live, but still have more left over after that to enjoy life and to enjoy yourself. Now, the next question similarly is, what does time freedom look like to you? Okay, what does time freedom look like to you? Now, to me, it means most importantly, not being controlled by needing to trade time for money to get by not being controlled by needing to trade time for money in order to get by. It means getting to create my own schedule, having the flexibility to do what I want when I want. You know, it means building my work around my life rather than building my life around my work, which is something that I think so many of us fall into the trap of doing. And one thing that it also means to me, right, it means being able to take days off when I want to and not needing to ask anyone else's permission to do so. Now, there's so many other things that do fall under financial freedom and time freedom, but to me, that is what it's always meant to me. When I would envision and say to myself, yes, this is what I want to achieve. This is where I want to be. That is what time and financial freedom each on their own look like to me. Now, I think a lot of people these days do have one or the other, but not necessarily both. And what I mean by that is you might be financially free and have an abundance of money. However, you have no time to actually enjoy it in because you have to work, you know, ridiculous hours or you have to completely be invested into your business each and every single day that you don't have time to actually enjoy the money that you're making. Or you might be alternatively have an abundance of time 
You might have all the time in the world, but no money to enjoy it with. You may have all the time in the world because you're unemployed or because you unfortunately are unable to work. And then because of that, you have no money to be able to use that time to your absolute advantage. And this is the funny thing because we sort of go through life and I think when you're younger, you have so much time but not enough money to do the things that you want to do versus when you're older, you seem to have the money but not as much time. So I guess in saying all of this then, well, why was I able to create both time and financial freedom for myself in just a short span of six months when most other people spend their entire lives trying to do this? And to me, it comes down to a couple of things. It comes down to being smart with how you spend your time and money. The fact that I spend my money as well to create more time for myself, that's a big one. So coming down to being smart with how you're spending your time and money and spending your money to create more time for yourself. And coincidentally, through doing so, it also ends up creating you more money as well, which is what I'm going to be talking about today, okay? This is sort of the mindset that I took on entering my business. And now I'm going to share with you from this mindset, the two things, the two secrets, I'm not going to call them secrets because they're not secrets because I'm sharing them with you. The two things that have enabled me to become time and financially free as an online business owner in just six months. Number one is being creative. Being creative is so, so important. If you are in the entrepreneurial space, if you are wanting to grow an income for yourself that is flexible and online, being creative is so, so important. What that looks like is becoming clear on, first of all, what limits and restricts me time and financially. So that was sort of like a reflection that I would do before I started my business, right, is becoming clear on what limits and restricts me both time and financially. And for me, that was my old nine to five job that limits me financially. And it also limits me in terms of the time that I have. I came to this horrible realization when I was working in my nine to five that When you do work full-time, you get like two weeks off in the entire year. And that freaked me out. When I realized that, when I was talking to my colleagues and they were like, yeah, we only get two weeks off in a year, I was like, I'm sorry, no, but this is not what I want from me. So how can I change this? (laughs) Okay. And so this is where creativity comes into play when you're brainstorming about how can I change this, right? If I am currently limited and restricted by these things, time and financially, well, how can I work around this? How can I create a solution? So for me, my solution was one, creating an income online and two, being my own boss because therefore I am in complete control of my time and my income. And this can be scary, but it can also be exciting. And if you're someone like me who uses fear as sort of a driving force to create solutions and create opportunities, then it can actually be really, really fun when you do get down and get creative. Again, on the note of being creative, what you want to start doing is thinking outside the box. Yes, there are certain methods to doing certain things that have worked for certain people in the past. But the thing is, when you truly want to be a creator, you want to think outside and think beyond of what everyone else is doing. When you find certain gaps between what people are doing and what's missing right now, that is where like great opportunities come into your hands. Okay. So For me, when it comes to thinking outside the box, when I need or want to create more money, right? Like if I, you know, have new expenses that or new things that I want to invest into new courses or new coaches, or if I want to buy myself something in particular, there is all of a sudden a need or a want to create money. 
So what I do is I literally get creative and think of ideas that I can do in order to do so. And then I take action and do not procrastinate. Someone once told me when I was speaking to them about financial literacy, I was starting to learn about how to be smart with money. And they told me that despite my lack of understanding around financial literacy at the time, they said I was very financially intelligent in the sense of they didn't understand how I'm just able to create money from thin air. And that's the thing about business as well. When you are creating a business from the ground up, you are creating money from thin air. And for me, whenever I would sort of hit a bump in the road, like, oh, I need to get my team members to do this, but how do I afford it? I asked myself the question, how can I afford this? And from there, I get creative and I get resourceful. I pull out my pen, I pull out my paper, I start brainstorming and I come up with a solution. So the answer is to get resourceful and use your creativity and authenticity to literally create money out of thin air for yourself. But the biggest thing to follow this is you can come up with an idea, you can come up with a solution, you can come up with something that you are going to do to bring in a new stream of income. But unless you take massive action on that, it's not just going to produce itself. So that's the other thing to remember when it comes to being creative is to actually take action on the things that you're wanting to create. So that is number one. That is the first tip that I would give you guys. You know, that's the first biggest thing that really helped me in my journey of becoming time and financially free was being creative and seeing, okay, I have this problem of right now, I am restricted by both time and financially. How can I create a solution to this? How can I create a way to get myself out of this and get myself into a place of more abundance and freedom and flexibility? Now, the second thing, this one is massive. And this is something I talk about all the darn time. Okay, so number two is investing. Okay, investing into coaches, into team members, outsourcing to help you grow and scale your business. So I'm going to talk about a few different things under the topic of investing. The second key to becoming time and financially free I'm going to chat about coaches, team members, and also understanding financial literacy. Okay, guys? So these are literally the two steps, the two things that I want you to take on board, the two biggest things that really helped me achieve my time and financial freedom, being creative and investing my money. Okay? So number one under investing is coaches. So what I want you to do is think about, okay, what is your current attitude when it comes to investing in coaches at the moment? Do you hold yourself back because you're like, no, I would rather hold on to, you know, that thousand dollars and keep it for myself and spend it on a bag or just keep it in my savings account rather than investing it into learning and growing? Because if that's the mindset you're in, we need to change that. Because the reason why coaches are so powerful is because you want to spend your money on people who are in a position that you want to be in. Because what this does is it fast tracks your learning. Okay, it fast tracks your learning because you're able to learn directly from someone who is where you want to be. You learn the shortcuts, you learn the specific things that you can be doing to get yourself to where they are, but it also helps you really overcome the specific challenges that you might be going through yourself, the specific blocks that are in your way. So having a guide to really help you overcome that. Now, I would say that I've invested approximately $40,000, lol, in coaches alone, (laughs) I'd say I've invested about $40,000 in coaches alone since starting my business. 15000 of that is approximately already spent and the other 30000 is yet to be paid off across the next year on a payment plan. 
But guys, like I practice what I preach, right? I practice what I preach. I'm telling you guys to go get coaches because I do it myself and you get a massive return on your investment, okay? Invest in yourself because when you do invest in yourself, it comes back in tenfold. It's called an investment for a reason. An investment is when you put your money into something that is going to create more money for you. Okay, and this is something I'll talk about towards the end of this episode regarding assets and liabilities, but having a coach is an incredible asset to have for you and your business, right? So literally since day one of my business, it was in November that I invested in my very first coach and I'm still working with that coach today. And because I made that investment, that enabled me to make that back within a matter of 10 weeks. I invested a lot into that first course. So that is why I'm a big believer in just continually investing into yourself, into coaches, and into things that are going to further your knowledge, further develop your skills, and ultimately help you grow your business further as well. So another thing on the topic of investing is outsourcing team members. This, again, is something that I am a huge advocate for. Your business can be for yourself, but you don't have to do it by yourself. And I highly recommend if you want to grow and scale your business that you don't be doing it by yourself. So along with investing in coaches, as soon as I started making money through my business, I invested it back in. January was like essentially my first month of coaching. I launched my group coaching program. You know, I made a solid amount of money through that. And as a result, come February, I started to build a team. The first sum of money that I had coming through my business after paying off whatever bills I had to pay, I started to build a team to help me grow and scale further. Now, the reason why I did this is because by outsourcing and getting consultants and team members to come into your business is this will reduce the amount of physical time that you have to spend on tasks that don't directly need you. Now, we're talking about creating time and financial freedom here which means if you are doing absolutely everything in your business, you are likely not going to have time freedom because you are going to be spending every waking hour of your day and night trying to get everything done. So for me, I invested in a team member. Well, now at the time I invested in my first team member. Now I actually have three team members or three consultants working alongside me. And the reason why I did this was because it created more time for me to be physically present with my clients and with the areas of my business that require my face to be there. And what this also did as well was it created more time for me to spend with myself, you know, with my friends, to do things that I love, to do things that I enjoy, to just enjoy life and not be working every waking second of the day. So by investing money into team members, it actually allows you to again multiply that investment. And let me explain why, because you could have $1,000 sitting in your savings account doing nothing, just looking pretty and feeling like you're abundant because you've got the one zero 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 there. I don't know if I did too many zeros then. Or alternatively, you could invest that $1,000 into someone for, you know, a month's work or however long it works out to be. And you can allow them to help you make that back in tenfold. Now, this is the power of investing because when it is not just you doing the work, but then multiple other people, obviously results are going to come faster because you're getting through a lot more in a shorter amount of time, 
right? So this is the power of investing, guys. Get yourself team members. If you are currently overworking yourself, trying to grow your business, I literally, February of this year was when I very, very first started outsourcing. By March, I brought on my second team member and now we are in June and I have just brought on a third team member, okay? Investing in team members is the key to growing and scaling your business at a rapid rate and it is also the key to creating that time freedom for yourself. And as I mentioned before as well, as a result, it will also help with bringing you the financial freedom because you are having to do less work And by having those team members, you're actually getting a bigger return on investment. So they're the two things that I would strongly suggest investing into is coaches and team members if you are a business owner of any sort, because they are the two big investments that I have continued to make throughout this year. And I will continue to make as my business grows. Like these are things that I'm never going to stop investing into because it gets results, guys. And that is how I was able to really get myself to having five figure months, literally not even six months into owning my business. So if you're not yet doing it, start doing it because I'm telling you, it's going to pay off in tenfold. Now, On this note of investing, one thing that I do finally want to touch on is understanding financial literacy. So I did mention the whole concepts of assets and liabilities just before. Now I'm just going to go into a little depth of it. If you want to learn more about it in really simple form, I recommend getting the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad because it explains it so, so simply. But within your business or just within your life in general, like whether you're working a nine to five job or you're a business owner, you're always going to have assets and liabilities that are going to build up in your portfolio, your financial portfolio. Now, an asset is something that brings in money, whereas a liability is something that takes out money. So simple examples of this, assets, coaches, team members, investing in stocks, like these are assets, right? Because they are bringing in money. Liabilities, things such as buying a car, Okay, I think a lot of the time people make the mistake and they think, yeah, I've just made an investment into a car. A car isn't a investment that is an asset. It's an investment that is a liability. And that is something that depreciates value the moment that you drive it out of that car dealership. Okay, and then it continues to take out money and you're never going to make back the full value of what you invested. Whereas if you look at an asset, you're going to make back the full value of what you invested and in tenfold as well. So That's a simple sort of explanation of what assets versus liabilities are. Now, the thing that I want you to really have click in your mind right now is that if you are a business owner, what you want to be doing is investing into assets and minimizing your liabilities. So what this may mean is, you know, working with delayed gratification and holding off from spending your income at the beginning of your business on luxuries and instead invested into courses, coaches, team members, you know, things that are going to go back into your business and help it grow. Now, this is a mistake that so many people make when they're starting out. They get excited because they get their first stream of income coming through and go, yay, well, I'm going to go blow this on Louis Vuitton handbags or on this or on that. So then I look rich. But then what happens is they've just purchased a whole heap of liabilities And then the cash flow isn't coming back any stronger because they haven't reinvested into things that are actually going to help bringing in money. They've just taken the money out and it's gone. 
So my whole mindset with my business for this first year in particular is to minimize liabilities as much as possible and just focus on bringing in more assets into my business. Because this first year is absolutely fundamental for setting up the sort of rate of growth that I want to be seeing across the long term. And the thing is, guys, a lot of businesses actually fail in the first year, right? And it could come down to the fact that, you know, they're not investing their money in the places that it should be. So for after six months of running my business, just six months of running my business, I've been able to gain time and financial freedom for myself before the age of 23. This comes down to being smart about what I'm investing into and also being creative in the ways that I am investing or going about creating different sort of assets or opportunities within my business that I'm developing. Okay. So I hope that this episode has been really helpful for you guys. I know that it's been a little bit longer in terms of what I usually do for a solo episode, but this is it. This is as simple as it is. If you are a business owner or just anyone in general who is wanting to create time and financial freedom for themselves, then one, start to get more creative about the approaches you're taking, the solutions you're looking for, and the ways that you want to create income sources for yourself. And then two, start investing. Okay, start investing into coaches, into team members, into things that are going to create multiple streams of income for yourself because as simple as that is, guys, that is the two biggest tips I have, the two biggest takeaways I have from my journey in business so far. And they are the two biggest areas that have really enabled me to become time and financially free before 23. So that's a wrap on today's episode. If you enjoyed this podcast or know somebody who needs to hear this, then send this to them and share it to your stories, tagging me at empower.with.m.podcast. If you want more from the podcast, make sure you jump on over to the Empower community on Facebook. I have popped the link in the show notes of this episode, so I can't wait for you to join me there. But that's all from me for now, fam. It's time I love you and leave you. So until we hang again, remember you can break through any limiting mindset, any limiting belief, and you can rise above any challenge and step up and truly be empowered.